0: that really lights me up when we have that human connection on a spirit heart to heart level when you know people often talk about heart to heart but also when it's on the spirit level that's just lights me up the most
1: hey i'm your host ronya sakata queen of joy that's how my friends call me talking to you from zurich switzerland I want to make this world more joyful and playful and colorful, because we don't have a guarantee for tomorrow, so let's enjoy today. Will you join me? I'm all in. I founded the JOY Academy for exactly that reason and on the Let's Create JOY podcast, we talk visions, dreams, self-care, habits, challenges, creating joy and much more in motivational solo episodes at the beginning of the month and inspiring talks with my wonderful guests make sure to follow me on instagram at joyismycompass for getting fun and tangible daily inspiration for our monthly topic you make the difference and you are the most important person in your life yes we can live our best lives right now while we have our big vision in our head and heart let's dive right in enjoy welcome ramiro to the let's create joy podcast it's so good to have you here as always i ask first who are you and i'm happy when you introduce yourself who are you who are, who are you and what do you do and what brings you joy and how do you create joy? Because we don't have to wait for joy to appear in our everyday life. We can create it. And that's so juicy. And I'm so happy that you are here. The mic is yours.
0: Thank you, Rania. I love how you roll the R's. Now, three questions. Who am I? What brings me joy? How do I create joy? Who am I? That's always the deep question. Who am I? I am a creative spirit here in human body called Ramiro right now. And that is um, so, <laughs> that's very vague, but like on the meta level. And so, how do I uh, create joy? What brings me to how to create joy through that creative expression of spirit? What brings me joy is mostly. Connecting with other people, other spirits, other souls. And that really lights me up when we have that human connection on a spirit, heart to heart level. When, you know, people often talk about heart to heart, but also when it's on the spirit level, that's just lights me up the most because, you know, so often uh, people who do cover up their spirit and have that superficial reaction, um, conversation, interaction where we talk about the weather so what did you eat today um what's the weather like over there and to me i can have those when we also have the deeper human connections but whenever we find that i experience that i love that the most that's the thing that lights me up the most and that also kind of answers how do i create joy i call that really i into the spirit uh, energy and that potential When we look at the three bodies, like the physical body, right? And we have the energy body. And then we have the spirit body. When those three are in sync and aligned, that's when that spirit and that creative expression and that creative energy gets channeled through there, through all the bodies into the physical expression. And that's really how I create joy. That's on the, again, on the meta level. So what does that look like? That looks like, um, especially paying attention to being very intuitive, but also paying attention to my emotions. And that means, uh, another description level of joy is when you find that peace and calm that even the bad negative emotions, you sp- still enjoy those shitty emotions, right? So that is, a. Uh, that's that's the the two answers to that question and what do i so that's what i do i my aim is to all to express my spirit creatively in this human vessel and one of the ways that i mainly love to do that is through story i am a storyteller i am a story guide i'm a teacher i'm I, i create lyrics so uh so songwriting is one of the things i'm getting into really becoming a vocalist creating music yeah so that is one of the ways that i creatively uh, do that have that spirit creative expression in the body through story basically
1: and people who are um more into let's talk about the weather are you like challenging them and starting a conversation about energy body and spiritual body or are you holding back this part of you because you are like assuming it's too much or it's overwhelming or they don't get it so I don't talk about that or is that like a different different kind of conversation like different universes you are you are moving around. You know, you started now right away with that topic and it's very deep. And I think people who get it, get it. But other people prefer to start a conversation about the weather. And you said, ah, that's difficult for me to talk about the weather. Just let, let, just uh, as a, it could be the weather, the food or whatever. You know, how do you, how do you choose when to talk about this topic, which is like, about higher conscious and and spirit, energy, physical body? And when do you just go with the weather conversation?
0: Great question. So you're basically asking, um, do I always go in, what's your purpose? What's your ambition, right? Or do I uh, just only keep it to limit to, no, or we, we only talk about the weather, so I'm not going to even expose that side. I have done both approaches and I actually now being more intuitive with it so when I was first discovering my own truth my own purpose as I was discovering I was curious like am I the only one who cares about this shit like and so I would go up to when i would with meet people I would literally sometimes ask them so instead of the, how are you so I would go in the, the first introduction sense like what's your purpose what's your ambition and people go like why are you asking me? I don't want to know. I actually asked that question myself. I put it away in a closet. Don't ask me that shit. And I realized, okay, some people don't want to talk about that. That was one experience I had. And then, but often that also led to when you have that instant connection with people who are already on that level. And I love that when you get to that core right away. So I've, I've had that experience. And then I've also done uh, where it's also superficial, but I cannot, I cannot bear that too long. Where I don't, where I, I don't show that full part of myself. I've done that as well, and that doesn't really resonate because that's like shying away from who I am. It's being afraid to show who I am. So now what I'm doing is I am way more fluid and flexible and intuitive with it. I meet someone and it it just depends. It's, I don't have a rule that I always do the small talk first or go deep into it right away. It's very, uh, flexible. So for some reason today with you, I said, I I went into it right away, right? Then, and I also learned what you mentioned that some people are willing to go deep, but they want to go on a first date. They want to just, meet in public first they don't want to get intimate right away they want to have that small talk about the weather so i'm i'm learning to be more flexible with it and depending on how the conversation goes and flows that we can get into it and sometimes people really avoid the deep topics and stay on the small talk to, small talk surface level and then i respect that and yeah that's so that's my approach it's not always small talk first not always going to the deep dive for, from the get-go and but being more flexible and intuitive to whoever i'm in relating with and and in conversation with
1: yeah i think with that approach you are just you're uncovering the the golden nuggets more easily because you let the other person breathe first and you connect and then because i i end up always with conversations like this, like everywhere. It's so fascinating. You know, I was teaching at the professional school um, for food technologists for 12 years. And then once I had lunch with the guy who taught the the gardeners how to deal with the, the saw, what the chainsaw, you know, like a real, like a chainsaw guy, and we had lunch, and I liked him, but I never, ever would have thought that we will talk about numerolo- lo- numerology. What's the the number?
0: Numerology, numerology,
1: numerology, numerology, and about you know, it was like whoa. He he, afterwards sent me a, a reading about my name and the, the the numbers of my name, of my birth name. Like, okay, I never ever would have guessed that the chainsaw guy would be like, you know, a a professional in numerology.
0: Numerology. (laughs) Thank
1: you. So, um, yeah, I like that. You know, like, you never know. Maybe somebody starts with the weather, but don't underestimate some people. So, like, going with the flow, like you said, I think that's that's very cool. And... uh, yeah. It's so fascinating to me to, to, I always say I'm actually not a coach. I'm, I'm a witch, but not everybody knows that. And, and um yeah, sometimes I'm more open about it. And sometimes I'm, I'm just a unicorn colorful rainbow mountain Swiss mountain girl. And that's, that's okay. Like, yeah. But yeah, I think if you don't talk about the deep stuff, that doesn't mean that it was a shallow Um, conversation maybe if the connection is here like yeah we can we can play with that you said you you had you kept your answer who are you very 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 short so would you share some more where you're where you're living and what you're doing or or who is around you or is that private and i totally respect that but um you were like diving directly into the other direction
0: yeah uh i i kept it short because i can make it very long i so like that's long why I, said, I
1: can i we right. can we can start there if you if you are willing to share i would love to hear more about you
0: i'm an open book uh open spirit so definitely all right then one of the most complex things about me is you know people uh, we we try to make sense of the world by putting things in boxes and 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 judging it like oh I understand this you fit here you fit there right now uh, I I I was born and raised in Suriname that's a small country in South America it's in between the Guyanas above Brazil currently I'm 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 there I'm here I'm there here right now and I've also lived in Holland for ten years now. That country, it's a very diverse ethnic ethnic group. Different cultures. You have from um, uh, migrants from multi-generation migrants from India, from China, from Java, the island of Indonesia, from African descent, a few Euro, few Dutch people, Europeans. You have a Brazilian culture here, and now it's even expanding. Cuba, Cubans are coming in. People from Venezuela. Now, ah, my dad is uh, from Chinese Asian descent my grandma and grandpa they came to Suriname they the boat and so that's part of my lineage and then my mom is from Colombia so she has that's that's why my name is Ramiro if you look at me I'm I look very Asian so people assume either I'm either Chinese or I'm from the Philippines right and then so that's so people can't really get me into a box and then when I'm in Holland the the pronunciation in Dutch, there's a big difference in accent. Like you have uh, in English, you have the US accent, you have the UK accent, you have the Australian accent, you have the European accent. You know, and then what happens is then they hear me speak Dutch in a Surinamese accent. And in Holland, people assume mostly that you're if you're from Suriname, you're either from African descent or from Indian descent, depending on which uh, which city you're in so like they go like what you're not black but you're not indian so how come you're from Suriname? and then to make things even more complex <laughs> living there for 10 years i really started to adopt the dutch pronunciation the vocabulary because they're different phrasing right now then when i right now i'm back in Suriname. So now I'm realizing I speak Dutch with a Surinamese accent, but I use a Dutch vocabulary, Dutch words, Dutch phrasing. And I realize that people are getting confused. Like, wait, wait, you have a Surinamese accent, but you talk a little bit weird. And, uh, and, and sometimes when English, like, are you from the US? Because you have such an American accent. And that was where uh, I learned English growing up, watching Disney Channel and Cartoon Network and like watching Mowgli jungle book. That's how I picked up English and playing basketball. I had some friends from the US. So I had all these different influences, all these different cultures. And that just gets morphed into what culture studies is called the cross-culture generation or cross-culture kids or, uh, you know, um, third culture kids is when you have two or more cultures that get fused and then a new culture arises that doesn't fit in any of them. So people always get their wires fried when they meet me and (laughs) to add another layer. I have a very well developed feminine side. So people sometimes confuse, and with the long hair I have at the moment, people sometimes confuse me to say, I remember there's one woman coming up. She's just staring at me. And I, I was, I was on my phone and then I feel someone staring at me. I look up and she says, are, are, are you a man or a woman? And I start laughing <laughs> and she says, like, Oh, I see you. Adam's apple. I know you're a man. I'm like, okay, good. So even in voice, people get confused. Are you a man or are you a woman? So who am I? People always try to put me in boxes. That's why I say I'm this creative spirit in this human vessel, right? And I'm not defined by my culture, by my parents, by my patient, by my relationships, by my age, by my gender, by uh, my 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 art uh, that doesn't define me so who am i i'm a creative spirit so I love getting that. to that yeah. yeah
1: yeah that's kind of the weather conversation is this whole who uh, uh, where are you coming from and your parents that's like the weather conversation and you are i'm a creative spirit deal with it and um <laughs> the boxes are beneath me i don't need boxes i love that and yeah, it's kind of I think we're just still cavemen and cave women, and we need simple, simple things to understand this world. And the world is just not simple anymore. And and that's that's overwhelming. I you know, I don't know where I read that, but but if you arrive in a new country and the first two or three or four people are rude, you're like your brain is like, ooh, this country, rude people everywhere, and then you look for them, and you will, you will, um, uh, have have the 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 proof that all people in this country are rude. Our brain is just not made for the complex world, but the spirit is. So yeah, for <laughs> for our <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I think they. They had to think about lots of things too, but they always had to look out for the danger and um, and survive. And and luckily a lot of people on this planet don't have to look out for the tiger. What what's the 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 tiger with the long, long um teeth? saber you know? Sabertooth. Saber tooth. Okay, <laughs> I'm learning English with you. Sabelzahn tiger is it in in uh, German? Maybe you understand it because you you speak Dutch. So yeah, that's always the good example. Like we don't need to look out for, for this animal anymore. Hmm. Our topic in November is about vision. Vision, I always pronounce it wrong. Vision. And I love to look back in November and not at the 31st of December because then it's too late to to still do something in in this year so 2021 how did you start it and and how do you do you plan your year or do you have like a vision vision for your year or an intention or just how do you how do you get into your new year and what did you implement or what did you achieve or how do you celebrate that it's now november we have still two full months or may, it's now the 11th of, of November, 11, 11. I love these numbers, but yeah, we have still time. And for me, every day is precious. So, and, and there is a lot of possibilities in, in one and in a half month. So what do you say about that? Start of the year, planning, no planning, going with the flow. What's your take on that?
0: I have tried... And implemented different strategies into planning from planning the whole year to planning every hour of the peak and every day. And again, here it's going to just experimenting with different extremes. And for me personally, I find that um, one of the things coming back to spirit, having that clear session uh, so that you know the spirit level and energy level, emotion level, and the body level what is. Most suitable for me for you. And so planning the year, I would b- plan like the three month blocks and then I would stick with it for two, three, four months, and then poof, I would divert because things change. So I stopped planning the whole year because then I yeah, after a few months, I stopped using the calendar. Then I switched to the the ones I love the most is the, the three-month plan or the 12-week plan or the 90-day plan. Right. So that's kind of how I'm shifting towards and then but that that only have it as a a broader vision like a, a bigger intention through the details because things can still flow and be flexible i know some people teach to plan out like, like three, six 12 months in advance every little detail and then they're still flexible but to me it sounds like such a waste of energy to plan the details which are 80 percent, 90 certain to change and so that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Vision. I have a longer term vision and that this I've, I've had since I was, well, it was inspired since I was eight years old when I, had, I looked up at the sky and I asked, why am I here? What am I doing? I don't love this. What's the purpose of all of this? That's what really got me started on thinking long term. So I, when I say longer term, the next hundred years for me, what will that be? right what does that look like for me what's that purpose for me i call that the creative in the body but for me specifically what does that look like right in the in the physical tangible terms so that's something that i'm always i have some answers and i'm and i'm always learning and rediscovering that and i know what it what it is for for that lifetime for this lifetime but to have it into the details planned i'm not sure yet i i i, I just look at okay what's the, the next year what's the next three months and also the, the, the year intention i have it with the longer vision so it's still very vague and but then the three months uh, I, I plan a little bit more detail still very flexible so the year 2021 i started this is so exciting i started with and I had started planning this in uh, November and December of 2020, and that was to develop my clairvoyant abilities. And I started in January, and that's a two-year program. But actually, the first part is only a two-year program, and after that, there's a teacher program. So that means the five next five years in that area, I'm all set. I know what I want to do, right? So that's one area. That's my own personal skill development, spiritual development. So I'm so focused on that. And that helps me to focus when people send me, Ooh, look at this masterclass. Ooh, look at this, this, this meditation, this rampage mentation. Ooh, look at this, 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 this training. I'm very clear. They're probably all good. They might benefit, but for now, I don't need it because it's a distraction. I have about 40 books, 40 50 books of which i've read maybe 10 and i know like another 10 i'm definitely gonna read in my lifetime but i see that it's gonna it's gonna i don't need it right now i don't need a new angle a new perspective so i'm actually gonna give them away and then when it's when i'm ready to read them again i'll buy them again so that's that's i have really longer term visions and planning so that Uh, I I, I can stay focused and then in other areas so one thing that changed only the past year was I was still in Holland. Trying to figure out if I would stay there or not, and what happened, I got this clear intuition My, my 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 inner voice said you need to go to CERN and clean up some stuff so that's why I came back to CERN for a few months. And then uh, there's there's other, the, the, that voice, same voice, also said, you need to head to LA, go west. So next year, I'm already heading. I know I want to go to LA. So for example, what I've got planned for 2022, I know I'm going in that direction. I'll stop in the island of Curacao. I have a brother there. going to settle, set up maybe a home base there for a few months and then start heading towards LA. And for travel, I know I want to be in colombia for three to six months to improve my spanish but it's i have that intention but it's not planned in the calendar yet i'm just being flexible in when i create the space for that so that's kind of how i plan and one thing that i'm really doing is december is a busy month growing up for me you know for people with holidays funds and party for me december means work because my mom used to be has a small she's a small business owner entrepreneur and so during Christmas break so I would have to sell fireworks so all the other kids were out shooting firecrackers I was selling the firecrackers to them and I didn't so yeah so I didn't really enjoy it at the time but I am grateful for it and then always I've had those and then uh on the other part when my mom shifted into cosmetic extensions you know women want to have long beautiful hair for the holidays so it's a very busy month so i would help her out a lot so december became a month of work for me growing up and i'm shifting now where it's really a month for me the whole month of December is for me not to have parties not to work just to slow down and rest and rejuvenate and reflect and reflect on the past year and then the coming i look at the three month periods mostly or three to four months period so for example i have set my intentions for in last month uh in, in, in december for like um, in september for like september october november looking at those three months knowing that december i'll be taking a break and then yeah i already know i want to be traveling so gotta prepare for that and i haven't planned that into the details yet the closer i get to it uh the more I'll plan into
1: it. Yeah, and I think that you plan the whole year, it's just, it's just not possible. Like, honestly, nobody can do that. Of course, you can set like events, and you will, you will do them then, if not something else happens. But um, I love the 90 days. I, I once had a, uh, I hired a coach for a whole year and we did always these 90 months. And it was such a beautiful process with lots of space to breathe. And I want to get into that again now for the rest of 2021. I always have to think about <laughs> year's number and really do that in 2022. Because um, yeah, the, the combination of planning and having goals but being flexible, I think that's very, very beautiful because you you started your podcast um, lately, right? And, and that was like an idea like this, or again, uh, intuition talking to you, or did this, I want to have a podcast appear on your intention for the whole year already last year?
0: Definitely not. All right. So what happened, uh, I had a, I was working with a client. I helped her with her story. We finished up and then she wanted to continue and she wanted to do a podcast and she wanted support on that. And I can definitely help her on that. And then I remember, hey, I had a checklist laying around somewhere. So I, I, I looked for that. I, I, I reached out to a friend who has a podcast. So she connected me, me with uh, her teacher who heard the podcast progress. And then I got connected with him. I saw how he uses a specific business for podcast. I thought this is genius. I am going to implement this. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. That's how in the moment I decided to do a podcast. And there was this other thing that came because a few months before that, my inner voice me. need to start creating and publishing content again and i didn't act upon it right away i said okay i hear you let me just figure out which format which platform and then when the podcast i saw the podcast possibility i was like definitely going to do that as my creative outlet so what happened that inspiration and intuition and all that synchronicity happening within one week i had the trailer done. I had the cover art done. I had six guest episodes already recorded to publish. I had the description. I had the, the intro. I had everything done. I had the text setup done. I could just hit publish right away within one week. And that's, for me, it's super fast. And you know, in the past, I've had a lot of, oh, I want to do this. And then I, I don't execute. Oh, I want to do that. And then I don't execute. Right. And then this one was like, boom, 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 spirit energy body spirit energy body, and just going through that creative cycle so that that's what happened with the podcast and then here's the irony after launching the podcast right I, it's it's all it's all nice and done what happened oh but i still waited two more weeks to really publish it and launch it because i had already launched date for august 23rd that was my birthday I had already said it so and i gave those two weeks for promotion you know because there's a creation process, but there's also the promotion process part to it. And what happened was that client who wanted to work uh, help with her product, she's like, Can we start next month? Can we start later? So we have we have we haven't started yet. We had we didn't even continue with that, which was the initial inspiration for Nudge to do that business strategy that I thought was so genius. I still think it's genius, but it just doesn't resonate with who I am and what I want to do for the show. So I'm not even implementing that. So I'm like, the two reasons that inspired me and motivated me to do a podcast ended up not being implemented. And like, oh, now I podcast and I'm doing that. So that is, uh, that's how that happened. And I also said, you know what I'm doing, going to do 89 days and why 89 is because I am born in 89 and I just like to play with numbers like that. And it's just below the 90 day, you know, and so I'm doing like 89 days of uh, daily solo episodes, daily content, daily creation, creative expression, sharing my stories, sharing my insights. And then, and then when that's done, December, I'm going to take a break. So that's uh, actually my break will start right after U.S. Thanksgiving. It will start on the last episode will be on November 26th, and then I take a break from there. And then I'll see uh, in January if I'll start. I'm honestly, I don't know what's gonna happen when I finish. I might continue and still take a break. We'll see what happens. I, I have no clue. My intention right now is to take a break, but dependent on how creative juices flow. I might just continue on with that.
1: And that's just the beauty of being self-employed, right? You don't have to ask anybody. You don't have to sign a contract. You can just decide yourself. I love that so much because I changed things up after summer break. You know, Mika, my daughter was in summer break for five weeks. And this is kind of one of the year's rhythm, the summer break, because I was teaching. I had these five weeks of vacation all my year, uh, all my lifelong, not not all my lifelong, but nearly. And then it's kind of a new year feeling like after summer break, let's do something different. And now we have these monthly topics, which I love to add to the joy conversation because for me vision and mindset and habits they are so connected to joy or we can create joy with being very intentional about these three things and and now um yeah you 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 talk about i do it this way but i might do it differently i love that this freedom is gold that's really my my everything i mean with eating you know i i eat mostly really Oh, 95, 99% plant based, but I didn't sign a contract if I want to eat the honey, honey on my bread, honey from Swiss bees, which are happy bees or whatever, you know, I don't, I don't have to ask anybody. I, I don't own anybody something, just me. And I love that. I This freedom makes me so happy. And of course, I have like expectations within me, which I want to fulfill for my, for my clients, you know, like I don't want to do things differently every month. That would be just simply confusing, but yeah, like in a year I can do things completely different or stop doing this or I love this freedom and you are even moving i'm a little bit jealous of that and then i'm listening to you and i feel like oh i want to go to all these countries too and then i'm like no i'm kind of boring i say boring in a very loving way you know i like to be here in my office i like to be at home and in the mountains and then i like some adventures like i would love to go to japan back to japan you know to see my my family in law they are so so such beautiful people. So I admire you for your adventurous plans and then reflecting. It's just so good to reflect and not be jealous, 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 but inspired, but then feeling like, oh, I like to stay in Zurich. That's that's best for me.
0: Uh, all right. Two, two things. I definitely uh, have an insight on that traveling and do I um, also, travel but i love this i definitely have an insight on that but also on the food part so it was back in 2011 when i first switched to vegan and i started vegan and i also cut out the onion and garlic family because um that is not so helpful for the the higher level chakra for the into for the higher level intuition it's good for the lower chakras and the lower intuition but not so helpful for the high the higher ones and so i cut all of that out and for my family and the culture locally that food and meat is like religion <gasps> you won't eat meat are you what gonna eat yeah they're like what's wrong with you and they they saw i could never do that and <laughs> I could not, I could just no longer eat meat. I couldn't chew it. I couldn't swallow. I didn't Me too. like, I it didn't. was
1: just, it was just in, in, in Japanese. It was not a Japanese word. It's, o-ari o-ari o-ari. <laughs> it's <laughs> o-ari, o-ari, oari 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 oari.
0: I love that. <laughs> so, so, but then people have different, um, rules for themselves and they project that onto you and that's how they have that conversation conversation. And I started off vegan, but then uh, at one point. Like sometimes the cheese and the cakes, I would then start that again and then happy vegetarians still consume eggs and, and cheese, et cetera. Uh, then I stopped that again because it didn't really resonate. And so went back to vegan and now recently I've been getting back into eating, egg, but I probably overdo it on the eggs because currently I'm sometimes I eat like six eggs a day. So... <laughs> I kind of go into these extremes. So probably after this period, I'm going to have another five years of not eating eggs no more. So that is, uh, so definitely resonate with you on that, on being flexible. You said that intention of who you are, but it's not a rule. It's not a constriction. It's just what resonates with you and who you choose to be. And if that needs to change, then you're very flexible and can change that if you want. So that's, I love that. I resonate with that. I get it. And now on the travel part, you know, a lot of people on the on the whole socials with they share so on the traveling and making that such a hype on the adventures, it looks so cool and fun. But honestly, it's so draining. And I do enjoy travel. Much. I love routines. I love having a stable place. I love having... Uh, a, week, a, a, a weekly thing that's set and where I always go and people I always meet I love that because you know that song sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came so that is something I enjoy but at the same time I am you know from the uh, Asian elements philosophy the eight words fortune telling from, from Asia from China I am what they call a water element and a small water element. So you have the yin-yang, big, small. So I'm small What? No, wait, I'm small wood. I'm small wood. So that means that one of the things uh, what you can interpret from that, I don't have deep roots. I can easily move from place to place. Now where you have someone else who's also a wood element, but is a big wood, so not small, big, the the, the other, I don't wish which is yin, which is yang, the other one. Then they love what works for them is to be very grounded into one place and not move every year, every three to six months. And that is for me also traveling that much, it's draining. So when I say travel, I mean like I stay one place three to six months, and then if it's vacation, I can stay a week, a few days. That's vacation time. That's I don't see that as like the full time nomad. So that being a full time nomad, that is not sexy to me. People are trying to promote that, trying to sell that. And then someone who is a big tree, for example, which they resonate, like you resonate with being grounded in one place in their home, they get sucked in, or oh, maybe I should also be traveling a full-time nomad, but no, you got to do what's right for you. And for me, it happened to be that leads me to traveling. But even in Cernam, I'm here for eight months. That's not just, a shorter time it's it's eight months almost a whole year right so that's uh that's my little insight on the traveling you got to do what's what's right for you so because if you want to live in the place where, where you, you grew up you you know everybody and it's your routine and that and that you just thrive in that it just lights you up it brings you joy then that's what you gotta do so that's my little insight on traveling and comparing
1: can you say this eight element thing again? I, I never heard about that.
0: It It's called um, eight fortune telling. So what they do, it's kind of, it's not numerology. It's like astrology because you have the, the numerology. They're like the feminine and masculine energies, right? The yin, yang. So you have numerology and then you have ast- astrology. And eight words fortune telling is basically from uh, astrology point of view. So what they look at, they look at reborn, the month, date, and time. So your birth date and the time. And then you, nowadays you have, you have the algorithms, you just fill it in and then it will show you eight words. And from those eight words, you have, you can have so many interpretations and it really takes a, a master intuitive to interpret that for you so i only know some basics from that comes which element are you so the elements in in that philosophy in feng shui are wood water fire earth and metal
1: and air is that
0: no that's like ayurveda that's okay (laughs) yeah so so depending on which which which, um school of wisdom you you you're you're incorporating it's different elements so within this one it's again earth fire, water, wood, and metal, All right? So that's within the Shui, the Asian, the eight words fortune telling. So those are the five And then from that, you can have what you're one of the five elements that's most dominant. And then you have uh, certain elements are, that are the weakest. And so that's getting into a deeper level. And then you also have your dominant, are you yin or yang? Or are you big or are you small? And that really makes a big difference. If, if we look at the example of traveling. And that is the reason why I wear black. Because I am a small wood. That means, that doesn't mean I've got small wood. That means that for me, the water element is very, very beneficial. And earth element, I should avoid. So in terms of colors, water colors are black and blue so that's why i chose to wear mostly i almost only wear black and the colors for me to avoid are the earth tone so that's like the yellow the brownish colors the earth colors but brown can sometimes be wood so it's all about interpretation and i feel great in black so so <laughs> oh, interesting
1: <laughs> yeah. and i feel best in bright colors pink blue like really the rainbow but bright no pastel creamy things like bright and shiny so interesting i need to check that out so you could do you could do a reading for me or or you you would
0: uh... i could do basics i could uh, I, i need to have your date and time your birth date and time and i could get at least that or which which element are you i could tell what your eight words are but the interpretation that goes beyond my current insight on that. And then I could tell you which element you are and uh which yin or yang, big or small, and from that derive, for example, the well, you already know your colors, they're bright, but then maybe have some more nuances in the tones if if yeah, that's 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 what I can help you with.
1: But like the big three, I'm a big tree for sure. And you you know, know-
0: maybe well, maybe not, maybe your earth element.
1: Okay, okay. But you know when <laughs> yeah. when you say I, I always, I mean, I wanted to go to Japan my, all my life. And then I went there for a, for an internship, um, 20 years ago. And I arrived and I was, it was like coming home, like, hello, I'm back. Um, when I really stepped on the, on the land and, um, I felt so at home and I learned the language very quick. Um, and I want to go to Japan always, and then I have a real big heart connection to America and to Finland. I've never been there, but like, that's, that's the closest from, from Switzerland. And then that's about it. I love to go to Italy. I love to go to Greece, but I never have to go to Australia for being happy, you know, before I die, like the, the bucket list feeling.
0: Or to Bali or to the, or to Yeah. And I mean, I would love,
1: I would love to go there, but I, that the urge to go was really Japan was the biggest. Yeah. And um having a home base, that's so big for me. Like you said, that the nomad thing, that's not for me. I love it for one week, maybe two weeks. And then <laughs> I like to cook myself. But um in Japan, I was I was staying at one place, I had my my home stay family. And the routines, you know, in Japan, it's like clockwork. I was going to the same bus every morning for going to work and I had to walk through a a shopping arcade and it was like, I mean, there was no smartphone back then, but I would have the chance to film it now. And every morning it looked the same. The same woman ran like ahead of me, like she had to go to the bus. And the same guy on the motorbike crossed, like it was really, you couldn't plan that. And once I was was early or late, I don't know. And the couple always in the same dress. I was like, what is wrong with you two? You always wear (laughs) the same every day. It's just like a little creepy. And then I saw them opening a shop, you know, the shop, um, the, 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 the shutter. I was like, oh, you own, you run a shop together. That's why you, you, you have the same clothes on, not the same clothes every day, but they had the same design every day. So (laughs) funny. I loved it. I loved it. And I only had my old manual camera and I had to pay for each picture, you know, on film. So I was um, not able to capture this movie like, Every day is the same scene. It was so fascinating and I loved it. I'm so in love. And at the bakery, you said, like, they know my name. You know, I didn't have my purse with me. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And this is my lunch. Like, yeah, you can pay tomorrow. And my then boyfriend, now husband, he was like, what? They let you pay the next day? That's not common in Japan. But I mean, I looked like the, the, we say the colorful dog, like the rainbow dog in in german there is this term like you are so remember rememberable is that a word
0: memorable
1: memorable memorable because i was one of maybe five foreigners in this city so they were easy to say yeah pay tomorrow we trust you <laughs> or know we how find, to find you, you. <laughs> 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 Oh, so cool! And what is pulling you or or calling you to LA? I mean, that's a big city. That's um, that's uh, yeah, that's a bold, in my eyes. I don't know. It's a bold, a bold move. I or do you, you don't know?
0: I tell you, uh, I, I, that's my intuition. I don't. The body does not like that. The mind does not like that. I don't love big cities. It's too crowded for me. So I'll be either a little bit north or south of LA, right? So that's one. The second is I was in California in the Bay Area in like San Francisco, LA, San Diego back in 2015 and 2017. And 2015, I visited it with my girlfriend and she was like, hey, Nito, you seem to like it here. Wouldn't you want to live here? I'm like, what? Live in California? This is the highest tax state in the US. So, so US centric. No way. It's good to come to learn to network to grow for these events. But no, I definitely don't want. And I was so resistant. And that was like the first message that I got. Cause sometimes, you know, your intuition sends a message through other people. So that's the first. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And that was big resistance. and, And then it was in, 2020 where I was learning to be less resistant and more flexible more open more easygoing that I just it it just came to me it just it, it doesn't make sense logically in my mind and emotionally but I just knew I had to go to LA and probably I'm even delayed I'm kind of behead, uh, behind on my schedule of my spirit because I got that back in 2020, and I'm only planning to go in 2022 because I had other priorities. Like this, probably the second half, maybe the second quarter or the second half, second or third quarter of 2022, and we'll see how that goes. But so, my whole experience and my friction and reaction to you need to, and it's not specifically LA, it's more California. So, but I know like LA area, so either a a little bit above or a little bit below. Because I also s- found myself being connected and meeting people online, which who are there, and then and there's a nine-hour time zone difference. Oh, that's so killer to meet up. I'm meeting up at 6 p.m. my time and they're at like 9 a.m. just getting started I already finish my day. So it'll help to be more in sync with uh, just being at that physical, physical location. And yeah, even if even though I got that intuition, I'm still a bit slow with getting my body back with my intuition. So that's my little perspective and my experience on moving to LA
1: and and you you said like 5 to 6 months in uh, was it Colombia and then you said um, 5 to 6 months in another country and i can't remember i'm so sorry so that wouldn't fit into the second quarter of next year like so you would do nope. that afterwards or sometime so, so so this
0: is the thing uh Colombia certain i want to be there 3 to 6 months but i haven't planned it in but now i definitely know My next step after Suriname, my next place is Curaçao. That's a Caribbean island. Curaçao, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Curaçao. And that is, so that definitely I will go. But uh, I really want to look on how to settle there. So that means I'll three months. But maybe, depending on how things go. uh, So that's the first quarter of 2022. And then the second quarter, it might be LA, it might be Colombia, or I might stay in Curaçao a bit longer. I, I don't know yet, but that's still very flexible. So that's why LA can come in the second quarter. But my very next step is Curacao first. And it, I won't stay there for just one month. It will, will pr- probably be a, a three month or even six month period.
1: And how do you approach that? Like just saying that, like all the questions, like where would you live? My brain is starting to have a million questions. And you're just saying it so casually, like you will stay at a friend's house first and then you look for your own place. Or how do you, because you said you want the home base, you don't want to just be the nomad. How do you approach this? You know, as an inspiration is if anybody's listening, it sounds so easy when you say it. So that's so cool to have your insight on it. Mm -hmm.
0: Because it's so far away, I'm not stressing on the details. So one of the, I, I do need to prepare some things. I need to, like my passports and those those things those are things that you need to be need to get done uh i need to like and also the finances right i need to get that all sorted out allocate funds for that i need to do but like finding a place okay sometimes you need to look months in advance but i have a brother who lives there and um maybe i could stay at his place it's not always ideal Still have to figure it out but it's not relevant now so i'm just focused on this is what i want Right, that's that's the thing I'm focused on. This is what I want. That's all I'm focusing on. I want that. And it's not even I want that. I don't want to go to California and LA. My spirit tells me this is what I you want. Well, my spirit's telling me what I want, but like that's on the spirit level. But on the emotional uh level, I don't really want that. Well, I'm now coming more in alignment with what my intuition wants. So, yes, I want that. I want to go there, so that's the only focus. And but it's not there right now, and so then for, for for the first quarter of twenty twenty two, we'll we'll see. And as we get closer into December, I'm going to start uh, preparing. So the months of November, December, uh, I'm I'm preparing more for that. And so that's that's how I approach it. And finding a place, I mean, you got Airbnb, so you need you need resources and funds. So focus on getting that and that opens up so many opportunities for, um, just hire uh, renting a place, Airbnb, there's so many things out there. Right. And uh, so there's always, always a way, and there's no point in asking those questions now that you're not gonna solve right now. Where am I going to live? Well, I have the option of my brother. If that's not an option, just figure it out. Right. And so there's, for example, one thing I like stationary things. I don't have a laptop, so I have a, a, a small computer but with a big screen. That is not handy to travel with. So that's something that I have to figure out and solve. Am I going to cr- take another suitcase and then travel with that? Am I going to buy another screen monitor when I get there? I have no clue yet. It's I know it's something that I have to figure out, but I don't stress about it because it's not relevant right now. It's something for the future. And when it becomes relevant, I'll address it then and there because uh, you know growing up I uh, I saw people uh stressing about problems that are not here yet and always stressing about it and never and that's what I learned growing up that's what I modeled and I've uh, luckily I've grown from that and I realized it hey, don't help nobody to stress about things you're not going to solve today so <laughs> that's my little bit what I got to say <laughs>
1: Yeah, but that's so, so perfect for this month topic, you know, having a vision. I know what I want. That's the whole first long chapter of my book. Find out what you want. That's the first step. And you can have a big vision for for your whole life, but also for for more like next year, as you say. But you don't have to know all the little moves yet, but feeling like, ah, this is what I want. That's so so empowering and gives you a lot of ideas and the inspiration and then if you on the way find out that you don't want that anymore you just change your way because we can and and this whole thing i mean in my my village where i grew up there was our neighbor i loved him very much he often worked in our house he was um a builder you know building walls in my my parents have Reformed the old house so there was a lot of tearing down walls and, and building up new ones and he was always coming over very gentle soul. and he was that doing this job for his whole life and he was really happy about that you know very very happy builder is it the builder i don't know if that's the correct word but just like yeah he,
0: he was in construction and construction in construction yeah
1: In He was an Italian man. And in Italian, it's muratori, means you build walls. And yeah, Mr. Bonandi, Signore Bonandi. I love him. He's dead now. He died when I was, I don't know, 20 or something. So over 20 years ago. But I still remember his content feeling of just doing what he learned to do. But I love that we are more free now we're, we're we can we can choose and turn and the jobs my daughter will do in 20 years are not even existing now so why do we stress about oh she has to be good in mathematics and like no she's not interested so just let her be please oh, there's so much to yeah I love your approach like know what you want and then figure it out but don't stress over all the details right now and that's the perfect um intention for looking back at 2021 but also looking out in into 2022 i will do a whole five-day retreat online retreat on on creating your vision for 2022 but not like the detailed plan but like what what do I, how do i want to feel like what do i want to experience and then you have different options um, possibilities to feel that way if you want to feel adventurous you can go climbing like one hour ride of train ride away or you can go zip lining in in south america you know you have different possibilities but the feeling of uh, feeling adventurous if that's important to you that's like a compass for for building out your 22 2022 year plans. So yeah, I love, I love more holistic approach to planning too. Yeah. Thank you so much for all these insights. I always end my podcast with what is the message to the whole world of Ramiro? I mean, you have a mic, we are online and the whole world can listen to your wisdom now what's your message
0: my message would be that you are a creative spirit and all your creative spirit wants to do is be fully expressed through all the bodies through your energy body through his physical body that is your gift to the world and we deserve your gift and it's your obligation no pressure your obligation (laughs) to share your gift, your light, your spirit with the world.
1: Thank you so much for your wisdom and your energy and your, yeah, you're, you're just so inspiring just to listen to you, to see you. Please everybody, if you listen that on on a podcast channel, go and watch the, the video on my blog at choicemycompass.com slash blog or um, on YouTube because it's fun to see you move and express yourself with your whole body. Thank you so much, Ramiro. And all the best for everything you are planning and doing in the future. Cool, thank you. Bye. This was so inspiring. I mean, Ramiro from... Suriname, who lived in the Netherlands and speaks like the, the American English, which he learned on Disney Channel. I love international connections, as you know, and um, I'm, I just love these inspiring stories about what what is possible. We can I mean, Ramiro's Ramiro's travel plans they are so big and bold and you can do that too but if you want and this this choice this feeling of choice i love that that's so inspiring and that's why i want to invite you to a five-day free challenge in the end of november That's the end of november 25th 5th, until 29th this is hard for not English native speakers. So just in the end of, of November, the last weekend and before and after a five day challenge where we think about 2021 and the mm, a little, a little offensive title is what did I achieve? So at joyismycompass.com slash what did I achieve? you can sign up for this free challenge. And we will look back on on all the the months past the, the 11 months, which are history already to learn the lessons, you know, to find out what went well and what didn't. And then for for next year, we can learn so much by looking back and not looking back by like, yeah, this was bad and this was bad by asking meaningful and and interesting questions about you and your thoughts and and your feelings so that you can learn from this year for next year. This is a free challenge with a pop-up Facebook group. I love to connect and to comment and that we can really get to learn each other. It's an international group with um, Swiss, Swiss people and Swiss people who who can't write English or don't want to, they can write in high German. And then there is this this super cool translation function. So you can meet very, very wonderful people from Switzerland. And, you know, in the joy academy, we have a mixed group too, English and German and everything is is double. So uh, you don't you don't miss anything you can have everything in english and and i just love to combine my two my two languages of my heart you know swiss german is um is yeah my mother tongue and i don't want to miss out on on doing my business in my own language but i went to Kindergarten in America when I was four years old, we lived in Iowa City, and and English is dear to my heart too. So it feels so good to combine these two languages, and to to do it double, but kind of the same in the same um, in the same space, so that you can meet each other, these two worlds. Which um, have so so different languages should meet, but it's not about language; it's about you and your 2021. And then, of course, I will invite you to join me for a five-day online retreat in January, where we are focusing on planning. And also envisioning 2022, and also the big vision, you know, for your whole life. And this is a paid retreat, which costs 333 Swiss francs, or you invest in the, into the toy academy. That's 888 Swiss francs, which is about the same amount in dollar. It depends on the on the on the rising or falling of the dollar, but. It's a whole year full of goodness. It's the whole buffet of self-development, just ready for you to dive into the topic where you want to improve your life or change your life or where you are not satisfied or where you want to go on a different level. If it's because of your body, movement, food, decluttering, or getting rid of rid of old beliefs and old old. Um, programming everything is laid out for you so the online retreat in january is just happening for all the joy academy members or for the paid guests so you can decide but first check me out at the end of november and sign up at joyismycompass.com slash what did i achieve thank you so much for signing up because that will be great fun to connect and learn and and think and meditate together in this pop-up Facebook group. Sign up and you will get all the information for that and tell all your friends and I will be so happy to have you there. Take care and see you there. Bye!